Hello, this is Will Stoller for Payday Loan Industry Watch, PLIwatch.org, which produces this podcast. PLI Watch is an independent source for news and information about what's happening in the payday loan and cash advance industries. We're able to bring you this service based on donations and sponsorships. The content of this podcast is unlikely to reflect the views of sponsors or donors. This is PLIwatch.org podcast number 11 and is for the third week of August. As a follow-up to our coverage of Affiliate Summit 2006 in PLI Watch podcast number 8, we invited Link Connector, an affiliate marketing company we briefly interviewed about its connection to the payday loan industry on the trade show floor, to join us this week. Link Connectors Jackie Bates and Ernie St. Gillet were kind enough to dial in and cover topics ranging from technologies that they employ in their affiliate network to giving some insights about fraud and how to manage it in the affiliate marketplace. Jackie Bates is the Director of Marketing for Link Connector. With four years of hands-on experience, Jackie is an expert in the search engine marketing field, having gained valuable skill sets in both the online and offline marketing space. Ernie St. Gillet is the co-founder and co-president of Link Connector. He has been actively involved in the computer industry for over 20 years, the last seven of which have been directly tied to the Internet. From Link Connector about Link Connector, quote, Link Connector is an affiliate marketing network helping merchants and affiliates increase online sales. Link Connector offers all standard affiliate program benefits, but is also changing the face of affiliate marketing to better meet its customers' expectations, unquote. Let's go. Jackie and Ernie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. First question. Link Connector's business is serving merchants and affiliates, helping merchants increase sales and helping affiliates by providing a place to send visitors and traffic. We know you serve merchants in the payday loan industry. Can you take a few moments and share how you gather, process, validate, and then sell leads to interested payday loan companies by working with appropriate affiliates? Sure. This is Jackie, and I'll take on that question. So, um, as you stated, Link Connector's business is essentially to help merchants and affiliates increase their online sales and revenues. Essentially, we are the third-party platform between these two groups of people, between the merchants and affiliates. We facilitate the process between the two. Um, When a merchant, such as a payday loan company, approaches us and they would like to join our network, we assist them in establishing their very first campaign in our network. We help them get their banner ads uploaded and their campaign description properly written, and we make sure that their first campaign is, is established in our network. Then we help them to promote that campaign to our network of affiliates. So once their campaign is launched and we're ready to go with it, the merchant can invite our network of affiliates to join their campaign and to promote their campaign. So as they go about inviting affiliates, they're able to use our ad affiliates functionality. And basically, that just allows them to sort through the large network of affiliates and make sense of it by way of category and keyword, affiliate rank, and various incentive site or not incentive site, various criteria to determine who are the most targeted affiliates to promote their particular products and services. So if it's a payday loan guy, for example, he might have an affiliate such as a credit card company or a second chance credit card company, for example, or some other financial related affiliate. He would find them in our system and invite them to join his campaign, probably several hundred of them to join his campaign. So once an affiliate begins promoting the merchant's campaign, the merchant, if they are in what we call a self-managed account, so they're primarily 
remotely with our assistants running and managing their account. They're in charge of the validation process of all their leads and sales, determining, you know, which ones are valid, which ones are invalid. And if a merchant has a pay-per-loan campaign, they additionally might like to use Link Connector's lead verification system to help ensure their leads are valid and relevant and the ones that they truly are valid leads for them. I think we'll talk more later about the lead verification system, but it's a nice tool for merchants who have a paper lead campaign in our network. Link Connector provides all the tracking, reporting, and payment on behalf of the merchant. So Link Connector pays the merchant's affiliates on behalf of the merchant and provides in-depth advanced reporting and tracking for the merchant. On the flip side, when an affiliate approaches us and would like to join our network, they first have to get past our front door fraud protection. The front door fraud protection essentially just screens out potentially high-risk affiliates um, to ensure that we have high-quality, very valid, legitimate affiliates um, up front in our network that our merchants are choosing from to promote their campaign. They have to pass certain criteria to even be accepted into our network. Once the affiliates are accepted, though, they're able to view all the public merchant campaigns in our network and they may request to join these campaigns. So they're either getting invited by the merchants or they're requesting to join the merchants' campaigns. So we're trying to really match up the most targeted and relevant merchants and affiliates together as that obviously will increase the likelihood of the conversion rate and lead and sale rates. So Link Connector again provides all the tracking, reporting, and payment to that affiliate. Link Connector provides the merchants and affiliates with email functionality, communication tools to help facilitate that process between the two groups of people so they can more effectively communicate and increase their conversion rates and better help their sale and lead processes. Thanks much for that. Next question. What challenges do you face when working with leads as a product? We sometimes like to think of leads as a commodity like futures that are traded and sold with companies like yours in a position as a broker. Is this an accurate way to think about companies like yours? So, again, I would like to stress that Link Connector is a transport mechanism. I think this question is best answered along the lines of the fact that Link Connector doesn't actually collect any of the data. Our merchants collect and own their own data. Now, some of those merchants may be acting as brokers or they may be collecting the data for their own use. But, again, Link Connector essentially is not using that data, collecting that data, owning it in any way. We are simply the transport mechanism for the merchants and affiliates with that third-party platform between the two groups. Thanks, Jackie. Next question. You deal with fraud. What are some kinds of fraud you have to deal with, and can you share some details about how you detect it and what you're able to do about it? Is there any type of user, affiliate, or merchant fraud that's unique or more prevalent in the online payday loan industry than, for example, another industry? This is Ernie. I'll go ahead and answer that question. We deal with fraud both on the affiliate level and the merchant level, although affiliate fraud is by far more prevalent in the industry. And when when we're dealing with the kinds of uh, merchants like payday loan merchants. Typically, a payday loan merchant in our system would have a lead event or a sale event-oriented campaign. Well, the way we look at things in our industry is we have three primary kinds of events, clicks, leads, and sales. Uh, Clicks are not used as much in the payday loan industry, but they are the most prevalent and most prone to fraud. Uh, Lead events are next most prone, and sale events are hardly prone at all. So let's concentrate on lead in sales where payday loan merchants typically deal. Where fraud or how fraud can be perpetrated is someone effectively completing the form on behalf of some pseudo person that isn't a real person, getting that lead then to the payday company who acts on that lead and then determines that it's really a bad lead for them and that becomes a fraudulent lead. 
we do some detecting with our lead verification system. And part of that is to assure the payday loan merchant that those leads are being generated from a country and a browser language that they would typically want to accept leads from. So if it's a U.S.-based payday loan company, you would normally expect a person using their computer to be based in the U.S. and also be uh, English-speaking. And so we allow them to set thresholds so that that particular lead, uh, only those are actually recorded as valid in our system. The other thing that we do with that lead verification system is if it falls outside the bounds that a particular merchant set, we will send them an email telling them you may want to take a closer look at this particular lead that you just received. Now, we don't get any of the information on the lead. Typically, there's an order identifier that allows us to say, you know, for order ID 1234, you may want to take a, a harder look. What we found typically in lead fraud is that there are some folks in overseas locations who are actually taking the white pages or the yellow pages or other types of information available to them and filling out a form as if it were, you know, John Doe in Peoria, Illinois, filling it out. And unfortunately, of course, John Doe knew nothing about that particular lead. The payday loan company gets the lead, calls John Doe. John Doe knows nothing about the process. So that's how lead fraud is typically perpetrated on a payday loan merchant. Sale fraud, we have some sale-based event for payday loans, and as I said, that's very, very difficult to commit fraud on, and the real reason is you have to actually pay for a product (laughs) and buy a product in order to get a commission. And so, for example, on a payday loan, one of our merchants is providing $65 to an affiliate who sent traffic to them for someone that's going to get a loan. Well, the loan typically is for generally uh, the, the cost associated with probably a bit more than $65. So they would have to pay out more to effectively get the loan than they would get in commission back in return. And that typically happens in all sales. And, and, and we also have a built-in mechanism that if there were any kind of a refund going on, that that would be backed out of the system so the merchant wouldn't have to actually pay for that sale. So we don't find very much, if any, sale fraud or even anyone trying to perpetrate that. But lead fraud is a concern, and our lead verification system allows for that to be taken care of. Just as a follow-on to that, do you have some sort of automated way in which you remove folks that you've detected as being fraudsters? We do. It's kind of a semi-automated process. Typically, have them identified to us in an automated way as, as potential affiliates to take a closer look at. But we, we think it's only fair, bec- and because there are a lot of nuances on the Internet and things that can happen with data, we want to make sure we're right. And so typically, we have a process that once they're identified to us, we look a little bit further into all of their activity, not just for this merchant that we might have detected it for, but for other merchants that they might be sending traffic to. And then once we feel like there's definitely a problem here, we even have a further process which gives them five days. We notify them and say, hey, you have five days to explain yourself here. Um, And sometimes we actually get some legitimate reasoning from them, and it actually changes our opinion of whether they were actually committing fraud. But for the most part, we've been in this for a while now, and we know how to detect that. And usually we're right. And and so the five-day, even though not a requirement, even in our terms and conditions, we feel it's only fair to give someone a chance to, you know, have their day in court, so to speak. And um, if we don't hear anything back or anything reasonable explanation back in that five days, we'll typically then turn them into a fraudulent account. During that whole process, we won't provide any payments to them. So their account is effectively in a freeze status so that the merchant won't ultimately be out any more money or pay any more money to a potentially fraudulent affiliate. 
I'd like to ask one more additional question about that, and that is, so you've detected a fraudster. You know that they're definitely engaged in fraudulent activities. What recourse do you have apart from shutting them off? That's a very interesting question and and one that we're starting to deal with more closely both in our network and actually with other networks. We're in conversations with other networks about a sort of a clearinghouse for networks so that this information about this particular fraudster is maybe available to all the networks, typically not published uh, to everyone. It'll probably be under under lock and key. We'll all have to have user names and passwords to get in and take a look at it. But it's another piece of information that the networks can use so that if they come across somebody who they feel might be committing fraud, they might be able to find that particular person on a list that had been frauded by another network. I think that will help the industry as a whole. The idea is to put the fraudsters out of business. Uh, Now, as you can imagine, they're chameleons. They will change their names and they'll do a lot of different things, but we have some mechanisms available to us to still notice that it is them. Uh, In some sense, they have a fingerprint that kind of goes along with the activity that they perform, and we can utilize that to hopefully smoke them out. I would think that the barrier to entry to be able to commit fraud like that would be kind of steep. I would also think it'd be expensive in terms of development time and require a lot of effort on somebody's part to do it. In your opinion, or based on what you know, is it a case of somebody's making big bucks out there, or is there just a perception that you can make money to do it so people start to do it? Well, you know, most of our fraud comes from overseas locations where it might be, you know, a dollar to someone overseas is worth a lot more than it is worth to us here in the U.S. And so the the incentive to commit fraud for that dollar is a lot higher. And there may be situations, and these have been actually reported on the Internet, where in the case of, like, click fraud, which we didn't go into much in detail earlier, someone effectively is sitting at a computer terminal and clicking on various sites at different intervals as if they were using the Internet in real time. And so it's very hard to detect that kind of fraud, but people being paid you know, pennies on a dollar to go ahead and do that all day long, and where the overall fraudster is collecting the money from us and then paying out a certain amount to the, his minions who are actually doing the click fraud. It's rewarding for them, probably not so rewarding for someone who you know might have a $200,000 mortgage here in the U.S. to commit fraud, but you know, as, as in third world countries, um, you know, a dollar goes a lot further. Thanks much for your candor about that particular issue. Switching gears now, FACTA. It's a federal regulation that mandates that companies must responsibly handle customers' data. What are your information handling procedures and policies as they relate to the FACTA policy? Well, for us, where, as we stated before, as Jackie mentioned before, we're really a transport mechanism. A payday loan merchant is like a tax provider merchant in our system or any other merchant, someone that even sells products. Um, They just utilize our system to allow the traffic to be sent to them and then to record on the back end of the transaction that a a transaction actually occurred. So we don't, in the middle of that process, in the case of a payday loan person who might be gathering information on a a user who fills out a form, none of that information is available to us. So we don't uh, record any of personal information on anyone. All we get, all we record is a front-end tracking of we, we know we got them to the site and on the back end, if they completed the form, the merchant lets us know that the transaction occurred. So for in our sense, all of the data that we collect is only with our customers, and our customers are only our affiliates and our merchants. And so we just collect transaction data and or campaign information and link data and that kind of things that, that our merchants use to promote their system. 
So FACTA doesn't really apply to us in that way, and we really haven't gotten into a situation where we needed to adhere to FACTA requirements. Okay, to go back to your business for a moment, you have technologies like Naked Link technology, fraud-free protection, pending sale functionality, the lead verification system, source checker, and affiliate connections. Can you take a few minutes to explain and define what each of these items is, and then give a few examples of how payday lenders or payday loan affiliate marketers might leverage these services to better manage their stream of leads? Sure, this is Jackie, and I'll begin at the top with the first technology you mentioned, Naked Link Technology. And um, and this is patent pending and um, very exciting new technology in the industry. Basically, Link Connector offers merchants and affiliates the traditional tracking method, which involves a redirect process through the affiliate network and, and a long URL that utilizes um, tracking parameters and query strings. We also provide, in addition to this standard tracking method, a direct linking method, and this is with a Naked Link campaign. So Naked Link technology basically gives merchants the ability to transparently run an affiliate program by allowing their, their Link Connector affiliates to directly link to their merchant site. And in that link, it is not only a direct link, but it's a naked or clean link in that there are no question marks, parameters, arguments, or query strings. Basically, it's www.merchantsite.com. So you're taking it directly from the affiliate site to the merchant site. There are many benefits that a merchant realizes by running a naked link campaign. The largest benefit is that, well, I guess the affiliate's links that are coming to the merchant site count towards that merchant's inbound link credit. And as many of us realize, this is very critical in the search engine algorithms. Inbound link popularity is very important. This can help to boost the merchant's organic search engine rankings is one critical benefit. Naked Link technology also benefits affiliates. Um, it helps to protect them against cookie hijacking, and it also gives affiliates a way to make their websites appear and seem more editorial in nature. It uses more descriptive links on their site, so instead of having long tracking URLs that basically lead to the affiliate network and then redirect back to the merchant, the affiliate's now able to use these clean direct links, merchantsite.com, that tell their user exactly when they click on this link, where they're going, very um, upfront and open way for them to promote their merchant, and um, it just keeps their site much more editorial in nature and much more clean in nature. And we're noticing that affiliates respond very well to this. They like having a more editorial site. So Naked Link technology is not intended to replace the current standard linking method that exists in typical affiliate marketing campaigns today, but instead it's just an alternative linking method that some people prefer to use. And both linking methods do have their pros and cons, so it is definitely a choice that the merchants and affiliates must make. We have several payday loan merchants um, that do use our Naked Link technology. One of them is NationwideCash.com. This is a um, our JDL services merchant, and he is, again, he's a payday loan merchant, and he, he really enjoys the benefit of having those direct links on the affiliate site coming straight to his site. So that was a very important factor to him in running an, an affiliate program. He's noticed lots of nice benefits from that. 
And moving on, the next technology we'll talk about is the fraud-free protection. Ernie went into depth a couple questions back about our fraud-free system, so I won't go into too many in-depth details here, but basically affiliate marketing networks have had a significant impact on Internet advertising and marketing, but fraud just seems to become more prevalent in this industry. It's, it's a very critical problem that the networks must address in order to keep this industry profitable and worthwhile to both merchants and affiliates. Um, Link Connector does employ a zero-tolerance fraud policy, so one-striking-you're-out kind of policy. We allow no fraud into our network, and, um, and we d have developed and are using our fraud-free system to combat that fraud. So Link Connector's fraud-free system is comprised of many different components. Um, they work together to, to keep out fraud and eliminate fraud from our network. So this fraud-free system is responsible for keeping both our merchants and our affiliates honest. It employs front door fraud protection, we discussed earlier, source checker, which we will talk about shortly, click validation and data pattern matching. These are some of the ways that we employ our fraud-free protection system. In the coming months, we also plan to make this fraud-free system even more robust and effective by adding click verification, language matching, and location analysis. Link Connector actually launched their fraud-free system in early 2005, and since then, it has eliminated um, roughly 36% of its existing affiliates due to fraud. Also, the front door fraud protection component of its fraud-free system launched in the last quarter of 2005, and it prevents approximately 40% of new affiliates from even joining the network. So we take our front door fraud protection very seriously and ensure that the affiliates we do have in our network are valid, high-quality affiliates. Um, this is Ernie. Let me let me talk uh, a little bit about some of the points uh, that we actually check for to get some of this information that we use to in our fraud-free system. Uh, on the front door fraud protection, the, the front end of the system, there's a lot of typical pointers that trigger for us. If, for example, a uh, an email address is uh, let's just use me, Ernie at gmail.com, so I have a Google account. But my website is uh, www.ernie.com. Well, those two don't match. If they did match, if my email address is Ernie at Ernie.com, I would feel a lot more comfortable about that application because I'm not potentially using someone else's website to get into the system. I have access to the email address, therefore it's most likely my website. Uh, we also provide a double opt-in process. so not only when the application gets completed or sent to us, we send an email to the person who sent the application who then has to respond to that email for us to even start reviewing it. So, you know, that's another part of the process that we do. Um, there are things we look for. We actually go and look at every single one of our front door fraud protection applications are reviewed by an individual and not done relying upon um, the data that we receive. So we actually go to the website and we look for things. So as an example, that same one I gave where it's Ernie at gmail.com, that might have been a little bit of a flag to us, but if I now go to the website and I see Ernie at gmail.com in the Contact Us page or the About Us page, now all of a sudden my comfort level has gone back up again. Other things we do is we check the domain registration. If that doesn't jive with the information we've been given in the application, then that's another flag that we look at. 
we will look at things like where did the application come from. Uh, we have ways of determining, for example, that the application came in from China, yet all the information that was put into the application is all U.S.-based. That's obviously a red flag as well. I mean, we don't have too many people who travel to China and then, you know, apply to Link Connector. So typically that's someone trying to get into our system probably using a fraudulent domain. So those are the kinds of things we look for. There's probably 20 or 25 others, uh, little pieces of information. But it all gets reviewed manually um, because we think it's important that a human puts their eyeballs on the application as well as the website. Because part of the issue in front door fraud protection is not so much just keeping potential frauders out, but the quality of the uh, affiliate network is important. Just because someone has a website that basically has one banner on it, that's not a real quality site. Our merchants don't want to get applications from someone who, as we call them in the industry, is an affiliate farm, affiliate banner farm, and they're just throwing banners on a page, because that's not real quality content site. That's not a natural way people might use the Internet to locate a merchant. And therefore, the, the level of the quality of the leads, aside from being fraudulent, the quality is typically low when you allow someone with a website like that to join your network. So thanks, Ernie. And, and we'll move on to the next technology, and that is pending sale. In most affiliate networks, pay-per-sale affiliate campaigns have been available only to merchants who are able to finalize that sale process online while their user is still present on the merchant site. Pending sale functionality has been really exciting as it opens up paper sale campaigns to any merchant who begins their sale process online. So perhaps they might finalize that sale processor, um, confirm it, validate it, end it offline. But if they begin it online and we can capture the initial tracking process there, they can hold those sales events as pending and still run a paper sale campaign. This means that merchants can use a paper sale campaign regardless of where and when, as, as I said, an, an online sale transaction is finalized. In our network, a merchant may classify any sale as a pending sale. Reasons why they may want to hold their sales as pending, things like credit card processing offline, order verification, paying for a service without a credit card, for example. There's just many post-sale requirements that some merchants need to meet in order to validate their sales. But once these post-sale requirements have been met, the merchants are then able to validate those sales so that their affiliates can be properly compensated. By ensuring that the sale is valid and is complete before making that payment to their affiliate, the merchant basically eliminates any risk associated with that affiliate transaction. They're able, therefore, to pay their affiliates more for the high-quality sales they are receiving. Also, as Ernie mentioned earlier, pay-per-sale campaigns typically have very, very, very low fraud rates. It's much more difficult for an affiliate to commit fraud in a pay-per-sale campaign than it is for them to commit fraud in a pay-per-lead or pay-per-click campaign. So if merchants have the option to run that pay-per-sale campaign, it's just a much more advantageous set up for them. So just to hop in, one of the criticisms is that an affiliate sends a lead over and then doesn't hear back or hears that the lead was no good, but the affiliate has no way to verify whether or not that lead perhaps was good or not. There's a, a sense or a concern from the affiliate side that the company is perhaps keeping the lead for themselves or working it without paying out. It sounds to me as though your system might be able to address some of that. Is it able to address that concern? 
Yes, probably the most important way that we address that concern is by working very closely with our merchants. They are encouraged and harassed to basically validate their pending sales as soon as they have that information that tells them whether or not the sale is valid or not. Even if the sale is invalid, giving that affiliate the information right away, we even work with our merchants directly to find out why is it that you're noticing a, for example, 40% invalidation rate. This affiliate seems to have his leads invalidated 40% of the time. Why is that? And um, I'll use one of our payday loan merchants as an example. Again, this is nationwide cash. He tends to have a higher invalidation rate as there are just numerous criteria that must be met in order for one of their users to be um, confirmed and qualify for that loan. He had one affiliate that noticed an exceptionally higher invalidation rate. And when we dug a little deeper, we learned that most of his visitors that were um, visiting the Nationwide Cash site were giving false contact information. When Nationwide Cash, um, their sales team would go to contact these users and try to verify their information and issue them the loan, they would not be able to get through. The contact information was bogus. So that sent up some red flags about that affiliate's traffic. And then we have a team of people who go back to the affiliate and communicate with them what their traffic issues may be, what their user base, the areas they're lacking, et cetera. Can I add something here? Perhaps some of the question is about the merchant fraud, uh, a merchant fraud situation where the merchant isn't really rewarding an affiliate appropriately. And I, I think there's a couple things that, that kind of keep that down. We, we, of course, check for that on our end. We check to see what the validation and invalidation rates are across all of the affiliates, particular merchants. So that's one of the ways we can, and, and as I think Jackie mentioned, we have a merchant rep assigned specifically to each merchant in our system. So they're working directly with them. They're looking for this kind of fraud, but they're also talking with the merchants on a, at least a weekly basis, if not more frequently than that. But the other thing I think that affiliates or anybody who joins an affiliate network has to sit back and think about is that there's really not a lot of incentive. I mean, we haven't found very much merchant fraud because there's not a lot of incentive for a merchant to commit fraud. And the reason for that is um, they aren't, aren't going to make any sales unless they have affiliates in their network driving traffic to them. So we always encourage a merchant, you, you know, pay out the maximum amount you can that affiliate isn't necessarily loyal to you or even particularly to your industry. Uh, he's typically an affiliate in five or six different networks. So there's payday loan people all over the network, some offering $10, some offering $12, some doing a per sale for $65. And he's going to try them all out, and he's going to find the one that works best for him. So if you're not working for him for whatever reason, because you're invalidating leads maybe a little more stringently than the next guy is, he'll move on. <laughs> uh, and if you're not rewarding him, he'll move on. So quite frankly, regular capitalism works in this case to keep fraud down because there's not a lot of incentive or a merchant's not going to be able to have a program very much longer if he doesn't have affiliates to send him traffic. Thanks, Ernie. Let's talk about the lead verification system now. This system is a very powerful tool for our pay-per-lead merchants. It enables these merchants to finitely monitor their traffic and accept only targeted, specific affiliate traffic into their campaign. They're able to really capture only the affiliate traffic that really works for their particular business model. This lead verification system includes um, several benefits to the merchants. Currently, they have the ability in, in this system to identify and send only languages and countries the merchant wants to have their leads coming from. We are also 
working right now on um, having a state-level filtering system. So soon we'll have not only a country-level but a state-level filtering system. If leads happen to fall outside of these merchant set guidelines, we have the, the ability to then set those leads to pending or to invalid, depending on um, if the merchant would like to review and consider the leads that don't quite meet their exact criteria. This event handling, making them either pending or invalid, will override all the other account defaults that are currently set for those pay-per-lead guys. So if the pay-per-lead um, event is set to initially be a valid event when it comes in from an affiliate, if it falls outside of these set guidelines, um, they, the merchant can then say, please hold that, that lead as that pending. I want to look at it more closely. Or I'm sure that I don't want traffic outside of these countries, these languages, and soon these states. Go ahead and make it invalid. Um, another benefit is an email notification system that we're working towards. This is set up to send the merchant alerts in real time when these flagged leads come in the door. This will save the merchant from any wasted effort. So as soon as they see these flagged leads coming in, they can pick up the phone and immediately call those leads and see if, in fact, they are valid, if they are um, legitimate leads. And also we're working towards an advanced reporting system in the Link Connector interface that specially identifies these flagged leads for the merchant. So they're able to learn more about their affiliate traffic and um, work towards improving it. So to move on, Source Checker and Affiliate Connections, can you tell us a little bit about each of those? Sure. Source Checker is a module that's been developed to give control back to the merchant in terms of their brand and control over their brand. Basically, in, in most affiliate networks today, um, when a, an affiliate joins a merchant's campaign and they're approved, they can promote that merchant from almost anywhere online. So if they're a valid and approved affiliate for that merchant's campaign, they can send traffic from all kinds of various URLs and places online. Link Connector affiliates, however, must get each site, each URL website that they choose to promote their merchants from approved before they will receive credits. So it's on a site-by-site -site basis that these affiliates must gain approval. This eliminates much of the traditional offline agreements and back-end work that merchants have to do to ensure that their brand is protected and affiliates aren't recklessly promoting their brand in um, various ways online. So, for example, this technology enables the merchant to protect against PPC bidding warfare with their affiliates. It's a huge problem for many merchants. Could you give us an example of that? Um, certainly. Um, so a pay-per-click bidding war, for example, would be where a merchant has some of their keywords, so some of their important keywords that they're bidding on in, for example, Google AdWords, and they have an affiliate who also is targeting those keywords in Google AdWords, and they're both going after that number one spot. So the merchant, whereas before maybe they were paying 25 cents to gain that number one position, now they're fighting with their affiliates, promoting them in the same space to gain that top spot. So maybe now, whereas they were paying 25 cents, they're having to pay 50 cents to gain that top spot because their competition is essentially the person promoting them, their affiliate. So that lead then or that sale becomes a lot more expensive for them. 
And moving on, we'll talk about Affiliate Connections next. This is Ernie. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about Affiliate Connections for you um, and try to make it a little relative to the payday loan industry. If I was an affiliate came into the system and I was faced within Link Connector with three payday loan merchants, I really up front wouldn't know which one performed best for my page. So what I might want to do is set up a connection. And this connection, I can go and add banners from those three different merchants into this connection. So I may add just one for each of them. So now I have three banners into a connection. Uh, when someone visits my site, the system will dynamically load one of those banners, and then the person may choose to click on it or, or not, but activity will start occurring on, on that site, and sales will be made. And then so the next day when I'm looking to load up banners, some activity will have occurred, transactions and sales will have occurred, and I, Link Connector, have an ability to now serve up the banners in a more weighted environment because now I know that uh, Merchant A made the most money for this affiliate. Therefore, Merchant A may get 98% of the views today, and Merchant B and C will only get 1%. And then the day goes along, the next day, that may switch around. And so what I'm doing for the affiliate is I'm optimizing his views of banners on his page to allow the one that's making him the most money to be seen the most by users. So Affiliate Connections is a dynamic way of presenting banners and effectively rotating banners on the affiliate site, but optimizing them for the benefit of paying a better payoffs for the affiliate. Jackie and Ernie, thanks for the descriptions of your various technologies. Last question, what do you see in your companies and in the industry's future in terms of products and services that will be offered to both affiliates and companies? It seems to me that you have a comprehensive suite that looks almost like third generation of this type of technology and this type of business. Where do you think it's going to go? Well, this is Ernie. Let me, let me go ahead and try to answer some of that. One of the things that we based our business on when we first started was uh, technology and pushing the envelope, if you will, uh, for the affiliate marketing industry. And so we've even ro recently rolled out two events that are not common to the – well, one that's not common at all to the industry and another one that's – uh, very uh, uncommon. That's paper call and paper go events, and these are. I won't go into the details about them, but they're events that the industry hasn't seen before, and we're starting to promote them and getting a lot of merchants who are interested in, in them. In addition, we're looking at other ways of pushing the industry along so that affiliates aren't necessarily typical affiliates, and traffic isn't the typical affiliate traffic that a merchant might get in an affiliate network. We're creating partnerships. We have a concept called the A-Team Partnership, where these affiliates are non-traditional affiliates, um, people who wouldn't necessarily come and join your network as an affiliate, but will serve as a partner and to our merchants will look as if they're an affiliate. This may be pay-per-click search engines. It may be meta search engines. It may be a, a variety of partners that we would include in our A-Team. So we are trying to bring technology to bear to try to make the affiliate marketing industry um, more prevalent in the overall average advertising space on the internet. Uh, we're also working with a company that actually is developing a search engine strategy uh, which will compete with Google, but their strategy will basically be based all upon a cost per acquisition or cost per sale type of technology instead of a per click technology like Google, uh, as Google makes their money currently. Um, and, and as we've talked about past, one of our big emphasis is fraud free. In our fraud free system, while we think it's the best in the industry, we're still pushing to make it even better. Some of the uh, modules are a little less automated than we would like them to be, and so we're pushing to make those things more proactive and better. And as Jackie mentioned, we have on our plate some adding some technologies to our fraud-free system based upon data that we know is available to us to help us accomplish that. So 
technology is a big driver for us, and I think for the industry as a whole. We're hoping to actually not just you know make Link Connector better in that way, but to push the industry as a whole towards providing better technology. We have actually seen it uh, when we came out with Naked Link technology in August of 2004. We've seen a lot of copycats come out since then <laughs> uh, from some of our competitors, and we think that's good for the industry as a whole. Jackie, Ernie, thanks much for joining us today. Sure. Thank you. Thanks for having us. This week's podcast did not have a sponsor. Like the work we're doing? Please contact Robert James via the contact page on our website to learn more about how you can support our work. If you'd like to make a donation to help keep PLIwatch.org running, please see the donations page on our website. Remember, visit PLIwatch.org for industry-independent news, interviews, RSS news feeds, helpful tips, and older podcasts. You can also take a look at our listings and reviews of payday loan vendors. This is Will Stotler for PLI Watch. Thanks for listening.